Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, Bully Ray and I get into Monday Night Raw coming up tonight. But the big story is... Pat McAfee from SmackDown and his interview with Vince McMahon coming up this week. And will it lead to something at WrestleMania? Also, I give my power rankings the best top five performances in the week that was in pro wrestling. And also, we get Bully's take on Cesaro leaving the WWE. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. It is WrestleMania season and the rumors are starting to fly and we're getting closer and closer again two nights of wrestlemania so a lot of tickets to sell um and man a bombshell kind of fell on friday uh pat mcafee our good friend who's been on this show many many times i think later this week is going to have vince mcmahon as a guest so that's really cool and also too and again i say also too two words that mean absolutely the same thing uh, bully, bully. There's rumors now about Pat McAfee and Vince McMahon possibly stepping in to the ring together. Interesting. I mean, the thought of 76 year old Vince McMahon stepping back into a wrestling ring at WrestleMania against Pat McAfee. Got a very successful, uh, you know, football player, kicker, punter. Now has his own show. He's a part of SmackDown. Aren't you morbidly interested in what would happen in this match? Yeah, of course, a hundred percent. This is this is the water cooler match, or one of the water cooler matches. Meaning, people who don't normally watch wrestling find out that hey, did you hear Vince McMahon is going to wrestle again against Pat McAfee? And they just tune in for the sake of tuning in and just to see what happens during this car crash. And listen, Vince, this is probably right up Vince's alley going out there. And I wouldn't be surprised if Vince McMahon had Austin Theory screw over Pat McAfee. And I'm all in on it. Yeah, and, and, and I, I am too. And, and Vince Russo just tweeted about a half an hour ago. I want to read you his tweet. He said, if the WWE has to put a 76-year-old in the ring to put asses in seats, they're going to do it. The question is, how the hell did you allow yourselves to get to this point? 
That is absolutely nuts. Now, I, I understand where Vince Russo is coming from. Um, I, and I see both sides of this question. Yes, you know, the WWE is kind of struggling to get asses in seats at WrestleMania. On the other side, I'm with you on this. Like, whether it's morbid curiosity or just knowing Vince McMahon throughout the decades as a fan, I got to tell you, I'm all in to see Vince McMahon back in the ring at the age of 76. As crazy as it sounds, that's something that unfortunately probably interests me more than half the matches that we're going to see that weekend. Am I wrong? Now, Russo's got a point, okay? And it's a point that we have been talking about since day one about making future stars so you don't have to rely on so many stars from the Attitude Era. And now we're relying on the owner. We're relying on Vince at 76 years old to help put an ass in the seat. And if maybe there was some better planning, some better creative, we wouldn't have to do this. However, if Vince McMahon called Vince Russo tomorrow and said to Vince Russo that he wanted to be on his show, hey, Vince, I want to come on your show. Let's set up an angle and then Vince versus Vince at WrestleMania. (laughs) You know damn well that Russo is going to be right on board with it and do it. Why wouldn't you? It's a WrestleMania payoff. It's one of those matches that people are intrigued by. Hey, Dave, at three o'clock this afternoon in front of your house is going to be a massive car crash. You're going to watch? Yeah, you probably will. It just it it just the way is the is what it is. So that's what that type of match could be. So I get where Russo is coming from, but make no mistake, he would jump at the opportunity to be in the middle of a ring, standing across from Vince McMahon in front of a hundred thousand people at AT and T Stadium at freaking WrestleMania. Now, and, and bully, it is WrestleMania, so they're gonna throw out everything that they possibly can. But like Vince saying that they have to rely on you know, a Vince McMahon at in, at the upper end of his 70s stepping into a ring. I mean, I don't even know if that's true. I don't know if Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee, if that even happens. This is just a rumor at this point. We don't know exactly what's going to take place. I don't know if people buy a ticket to go see Vince McMahon and Pat McAfee, but it is an added attraction. I don't know if that's like a case like, all right, we have to add this match in order for people to buy more. Now, if you're bringing back a Stone Cold, an Undertaker, yes, those are attractions that are going to get people to buy tickets. I, I think this is just an added attraction for people who already have tickets for WrestleMania. That's all it is, is an attraction. Yeah. And this is, and you know, is this, are people going to buy tickets to see Pat McAfee versus Vince McMahon? I mean, depending on how the interview goes, depending if anybody gets physical with anybody that we don't even know if it's really got, we know that there's going to be an interview, right? Yes. We we don't know where it's going to go. Let's see where it goes. I mean, it's the WrestleMania always has an attraction. And to see Vince in the ring again is that attraction. And they could smoke and mirror the whole matchup. Vince McMahon probably never has to take a bump if he doesn't want to. 
I mean, could you imagine if Vince, uh, and I'm just spitballing here based on what's happened the past couple weeks, Vince has Austin Theory in his corner and Pat McAfee has Shane O'Mac in his corner. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the, the run-ins, the smoke, the mirrors, the gimmicks, the this, the that, your sister's ass. We can make this into something that for 10, 12, 15 minutes is exciting. It's different. It's, ooh, you, you laugh, you whatever. Get in, get on, get off, get out. I, and, and there's a lot here. I mean, when it comes to WrestleMania, like officially and, and bully, and we talked about this before on the show, you and I come from a time where probably three months out, you knew what the WrestleMania card was going to be that year. Like, you know, like you knew what all the big feuds were, you know what all the big storylines were. And you could, three months out, you kind of knew what the WrestleMania card was going to be. This year we have two nights of WrestleMania. And as we're talking right now, there's really only four matches signed for two nights of WrestleMania. And here we are just slightly over a month out from WrestleMania. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen over these next four or five rows. And that's all we have left before we get to WrestleMania. This will officially be the final push this next month. Andre, um, why don't you get us an update on how many tickets have actually been sold for night one and night two of mania. And uh, maybe we can, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I I have a bit of an update on that. Like, oh, as okay, of good. Right, as of right now, and this is the you know the last kind of update that was given. Night one has about a little over forty seven thousand tickets sold, and night two has slightly over fifty thousand tickets sold. So that's where we are uh, right about now. Uh I think those are low numbers. I don't, I don't know the business end of WrestleMania, meaning where they think that they should be right now, whether they think they're in a good spot or a bad spot. You would think, if anything, night two would have a significant... Let's just say the place is configured to... You got to call it 100,000, Dave, right? Because he's not going to want the place configured to less than 100,000 because they already did 100,000. Well, from what I hear, they had caps of 50,000 for each night. And obviously they're opening up more tickets as tickets are, are, you know, as the demand is happening. I think they're doing that because I think right now the demand is not there right now as far as 100,000 fans wanting to be at both nights. I, that's why Bully, I thought, and again, as a viewer watching from home, it's different. Even as a viewer there in the stands, Two nights of WrestleMania in Cowboys Stadium. That's especially while we're still kind of dealing with the pandemic. That is a a, a, a large order for the WWE. It's definitely ambitious. Let, let me just take you back for a second. Um, you said they capped it at fifty thousand for each night. I think they opened it up initially for fifty thousand, and then, what, and then wh- they're gonna- why would you? Why would you go into Texas Stadium to cap it off at 50000 each night? Well, I think they wanted to see where they were going to stand with ticket sales and then slowly open up more seats. Uh, right now, as, and, and things can change by the hour when it comes to ticket sales. That's the, that's the sales that I saw the last update as of right now. Like I said, just under 50 for night one and just over 50 for night number two. So you said you heard that they capped it. Was this like internet rumor? Did you hear from somebody definitively? 
Because I didn't no, hear this, this was, capping of 50,000. This is just internet rumor as far as like what they are opening up for tickets initially. And then obviously they're going to open up more tickets when they become, uh, there's more of a demand for those tickets. I mean, I understand that, but you like, like you have to have staging in mind. You have to have, uh, you know, where the ring is, the trusses is like, I, I don't think they could have possibly just configured to 50. I think they probably configured. I think the place will probably hold close to 85 or 90 each night. Otherwise, I don't know how they can look at each one of those nights as a huge success. Well, I mean, let's put it, let's put it in perspective and I understand where you're coming from, but you know, two years ago, no fans. Last year, what, 24, 25,000 fans for each night? You're probably, from the looks of it right now, and I'm sure there's going to be more tickets sold over the next month. You've now doubled your attendance from last year. And I think at the end of the day, Bully, that maybe you're not going to get 100,000 for each night. Who knows? Maybe you do. Maybe there's this, this rush demand over the next four or five weeks. But combined night one and night two, you are going to have the most tickets sold for a WrestleMania ever. So I think that might be how they're going to look at it this year. That's fine. And this is where I say, I don't know. I don't know the business of the business on this particular WrestleMania. Maybe Jerry Jones gave Vince McMahon who and, and their friends. Maybe he said, yeah, give me rent for one night. I'll give it to you. I'll give you the building for two nights. Could make perfect business sense. Yeah. But just when you, when I look at it just from a, a normal way of booking a show, the normal, you know, you're, you're renting a building for one night. You're renting a building for the next night. It would seem like we want to do as, as close to max capacity as possible, especially when the first time you're there, you had 101,000. So, like, if, if WrestleMania were to turn around this year and go, we have a total combined WrestleMania attendance of 127,000. I mean, that that to me is kind of like yeah, 127,000 over two nights. Yeah, but true. But you're, you're you sold more tickets and probably at the end of the day made more money than you did the last time. If you're not getting charged two nights rent on a building. True. That's true. That that's what I mean. It's like, yeah, if it's if it's one night and one night's rent, you know, whether we're renting out the Elks Lodge or we're renting out AT&T Stadium, there's still a rent on the building. There's still all of the, the the costs that are incurred each night. Now, if you're telling me they're only incurring costs for one night, but they're getting two, ah, different story. Well, but don't forget, too, this is like and this is like a, a, actually a really good discussion. Don't forget, Bully, no matter what stadium that they're in they're not renting out the stadium for just one night. I mean, they're there usually the whole week building the set for WrestleMania. You know, we usually find out like the Friday before WrestleMania, what the set is going to look like. So they're usually there for multiple nights for the stadium in order to prepare. Now they're going to be doing that instead of having it just open on Sunday for WrestleMania. It's going to be open Saturday and Sunday for people to attend WrestleMania. So there's a lot of different ways you can look at it. I'll say this, Bully. I guarantee you that when it's all said and done, this WrestleMania is going to make more money 
than any other WrestleMania that we've seen. Hi, everyone. I'm Hall of Fame sportscaster Leslie Visser. And if you love sports the way I do, the people, the passion, then you'll enjoy my podcast, In Conversation, every Thursday. I've drawn from 45 years of covering all sports with people like Billie Jean King and David Duchovny and the merry prankster himself, Bill Walton. I have reached the top of the mountain. I am having a conversation with Leslie Visser my hero. So please listen and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The landscape of pro wrestling has changed. This is a so it's only fitting that we change along with it, even our rankings. It's amazing how these people just side with you. Welcome to the new and improved Dave LaGreca Pro Wrestling Power Rankings. Woo-hoo! Let's see who's up. Yes! Yes! And who's down. No! No! From Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, and the rest of the world of pro wrestling in this week's Dave LaGreca Pro Wrestling Power Rankings. Ah, back here on Busted Open, and yes, it is now time for the quintessential Dave LaGreca Power Rankings Bully, and I'm interested to get your take on what happened this past week in the world of pro wrestling. And at number five, we go back to Thursday night. I have been called the heart 
of Impact Wrestling. Something that I, I was truly honored by. The heart of Impact Wrestling. Don't get it twisted. I did not turn my back on this company. This company ripped the heart from the chest of this company and all of you supported them along the way. I love this promo from Eddie Edwards. Maybe his best promo that I've ever heard from Eddie Edwards, Bully. And it's something that you have actually said here on Busted Open many, many times. It's like, wait a second. I've been winning matches. I've been winning number one contender matches and everything else. But I'm not getting the championship opportunities. Instead, you're giving these championship opportunities to people who don't even work for Impact Wrestling. And, and now, when shit hit the fan, instead of siding with Impact, he sided with Ring of Honor. Very, very interested to see where this story goes on Thursday nights. Eddie Edwards, number five on my power rankings. At number four, it's a different Eddie on my rankings. The only reason why you renovated all these places and done all this stuff was because, let's be honest, I wasn't there. See, I'm a different type of cat, dog. I don't leech off people like you do. I'm not like the rest of the cornies that lie. I tell the promoter to F off if he wants me to do that because I'm going to do things my way and I'm going to be me till I die. All right, I love the Eddie Kingston promo. Obviously, you got to give some kudos to Chris Jericho as well, but you couldn't get polar opposites than Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston. Chris Jericho, every time he appears on TV, but hell, probably when he goes to Walmart to buy something, if he ever steps foot into a Walmart, he looks like a rock star. Last Wednesday being an example, Eddie Kingston walks in with a Public Enemy t-shirt on and sweatpants. You couldn't get any different than those two. And honestly, to stand toe-to-toe with Chris Jericho, one of the greats on the microphone, kudos to Eddie Kingston at number three. Now, we did see her cut a promo on Dynamite on Wednesday. We did see her with a contract signing on Friday. But it's more about the match that she had over the weekend at number three. Two. She got him! What a counter by Thunder Rosa! Thunder Rosa has defeated the gatekeeper. I again, bully, I go back to you of something that you've said here on this show many times. Why don't we see more intergender wrestling in pro wrestling? Boy, you want to go to that next level? Don't go just up against the best woman talent go up against some of the best men talent and vice versa. Why not? And I'll tell you what, watching Thunder Rosa at GCW and one of the more physical matches I've seen so far this year against Tony Deppen and getting the victory, she deserves to be on my power rankings. And oh yeah, this weekend she has a championship match against Britt Baker. At number two, I don't care if you want to go back to Friday or you want to go back to Monday with this number two. You see, I'm going to sign this contract because at WrestleMania, I'm going to kick your ass and I'm going to kick your ass and you can bet your ass I'm going to get paid for it. I don't care if it's written. I don't care if it's off the top of his head. I don't care if it's in his memory bags. Bully, I don't think we've seen this version of Brock Lesnar ever in his career and I love it. You could talk about stars or lack of stars as we're on our road to WrestleMania. One guy who is definitely a star 
and probably the biggest star in all of pro wrestling is Brock Lesnar, whether it's on Monday Night Raw or Friday Night SmackDown. Now, probably this week I would have put Brock at number one. But for me, there is only one true number one, and you got to go back to Wednesday night. January 2014, you leave me when I needed you most, when I believed in you. You left me. You left all of us. Bully, again, I'm going to go back to you. When we started seeing the feud between CM Punk and MJF, you said at some point it's going to be brought up by MJF about how Punk screwed the fans way back when, almost eight years ago. And that's exactly what MJF did. And he did it in a way, Bully, maybe one of the most unique promos that I have ever heard in the history of pro wrestling. Definitely the 40 years that I've been a fan at MJF at number one in my rankings. And I and I don't even think it's a question. It's number one, and then there's a drop-off, two, three, four, five. So my rankings for this week, Eddie Edwards at five, Eddie Kingston at four, Thunder Rose at three, Brock Lesnar at two, and at number one, MJF. Inside the Green Room with three-time NBA champ Danny Green. Ben Simmons refused to be your teammate. On March 10th, he can potentially return to Wells Fargo Center as a member of the Brooklyn Nets. Are you shaking hands? It all depends on how that game goes, how he interacts in that game. I highly doubt he plays in that game. And if he does, I highly doubt he wants to shake hands before or after that game. Don't miss an episode of Inside the Green Room with Danny Green every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, news came down uh, after we went off the air on Thursday that Cesaro decided not to resign with the WWE. As far as I know, there's a, there is no non-compete clause because he wasn't let go by the WWE. Two questions for you, Bully, and I know you talked about it with Mark, but two questions. Are you surprised? And where do you think we're going to see Cesaro next? Once again, nothing surprises me. I just think that Cesaro was one of the most underutilized talent in the WWE, an absolute workhorse who could have great matches with anybody could have helped young talent move up the, move up the line. We, if, if anything else, we have rude and Ziggler down in NXT helping those young guys. Why not utilize Cesaro for the, for, for something like that? Also, listen, maybe they just couldn't come to an agreement on money, which happens all the time, but that's no excuse for the use of Cesaro since I guess him and Seamus stopped tagging together because yeah. they really didn't do anything with, with, with him after that. Correct. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you look, and, and Cesaro was with the WWE about 11 years. Now, I know you can't buy into everything with championship titles, but the way that they kind of, you know, just flip-flop from people to people throughout the course of the last decade, Bully, he really never sniffed a world championship on any show. He was a United States champion. He was a tag team champion. Uh not much more than that when it came to championship titles, but yet he always had the love and respect from the WWE universe. I completely agree with you. I can't see why you could. If you didn't have a reason to, there was no reason to break up Cesaro and Sheamus. Together, those two were money. 
but they probably looked at that. I believe they were like four or five time champions. They probably looked at that as we've done everything that we possibly can do. Let's move on from this. Um, Cesaro, as I've said before, yes, I understand the WWE is sports entertainment, but the pro wrestling in that sport and sports entertainment company from a lot of these guys and gals is really good, especially in the past six weeks, maybe even to two months, the matches have been so much better. And you have a guy like Cesaro. Why couldn't you have a television championship or why can't you make Cesaro the United States champion and, and have Cesaro say as a, as the U S champion, I am going to defend this championship every single week, the same way Cena was doing it. Now I'm not putting Cesaro in the same category as as a Cena when it comes to entertainment, but I will put him in the same category as Cena when it comes to that in ring work and the ability to get it done every single week. And, you know, we, we played a clip, and it's going back to the last time that Vince McMahon had, like, a long uh, interview, and that was with um, Stone Cold Steve Austin Broken Skull Sessions. And he talked about Cesaro, and Stone Cold, even going back seven years ago, was talking about, hey, you know what? The fans want to see more from Cesaro. And Vince McMahon said, you know, he didn't know if it was the Swiss thing, but he didn't feel like Cesaro had the it factor. And, and you know what? I could see where Vince McMahon was coming from back in 2015. But that was before the bar. I think Bully, as part of the bar with Sheamus, we really did see a lot of that humor, a lot of that entertainment value from Cesaro. Now, we know how strong his in-ring work is and was, but I did think you saw a lot of personality from Cesaro. Who's has more personality and who's more entertaining on their own, Sheamus or Cesaro? Probably Sheamus. And I think you saw Cesaro become entertaining because of his association with Sheamus. Thus, while they were together, they played off each other very well, which made the act entertaining. But then when we split them up, Eh, we're kind of getting the same Cesaro we got before the team, which is why we put this team together in the first place. Hopefully these guys would gel and they did. Cesaro doesn't have that sports entertainment it factor that Vince McMahon needs to see. I agree with Vince on his comment like that. What I do know is even though you're world wrestling entertainment, there's still a world called wrestling before the word entertainment. And as far as wrestler is concerned, Cesaro is one of the best in the world. Find a spot for him, come to an agreement with him and have him wrestling people that you need Cesaro and Austin theory. It's a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. All right. So let me ask you the second half of that question. What's next for Cesaro? Well, you know what everybody's going to scream for. You know, go to AEW. As me and Mark discussed on Saturday, I don't think AEW is loaded to the gills. It's just too much. We've talked about this before. It's like, there's so much talent there. There's people that they can't even find spots for certain talent amongst all these platforms. And listen, even, even with Elevation and Dark, there are some talents that just don't belong on Elevation and Dark. Elevation and Dark is basically a, a developmental for AEW. I, that's how I kind of look at it. Three hours of television between Dynamite and Rampage, we still can't find 
real estate for some of these heavy hitters. So what is what is Cesaro going to come into? Listen, do you think that Malachi Black is being used to his maximum potential? No, I, 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 and, I mean, and Malachi Black came in with a lot more pomp and circumstance than a, would, a Cesaro would. Agreed, and and I think there is more of an upside with Malachi Black than there is with Cesaro. And I think you're right in the fact that every time somebody leaves the WWE or is released from the WWE, you can't automatically just say, all right, they're going to AEW. At some point, like you said, that's got to stop because you got to look at the roster you have. And like you said, you do have two shows, uh, three hours of TV. It, it just It's hard to find places for everybody, and there's only so much room on TV, especially, too, it's not like a WWE situation where you have a three-hour show and a two-hour show. Both those shows have a high platform and are live. Most of the time, Rampage is not live, so it's not even close to the same platform as an AEW Dynamite. I, I honestly, Bully, don't know what's next for a Cesaro. And maybe, maybe it's not wrestling. Again, Cesaro chose not to re-sign with the WWE. Maybe he has a plan in place outside of pro wrestling that we don't know about for his future. I mean, he is in his forties. So maybe he feels like, Hey, I've accomplished everything I want to accomplish. And he's looking at that next stage of his life. Claudio Castagnoli is a very smart man. I'm sure he's done the right thing with his money. I'm sure he probably could take some time off. And not have to worry about anything. Something's sometimes the best thing to do is lay low for a while. Yeah. And and that's it. Uh, this 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 automatic go to AEW thing, like with Jeff Hardy, that's a no brainer. Because there's too much business to be done with the Hardys and the Bucks. So yes, Jeff, leave it. WWE go to AEW. But with a talent like Cesaro, you know. Uh, no, I, I don't think that that's a great jump unless unless if Tony Khan were to turn around and say, hey, Cesaro, I really want you. I want to make you my TV champion and put you on every week for the next three to six months. And I have this laid out for you and I have late. Oh, OK, that that's a different story because I know what my what my place is in the company. I know how much I'll be featured. I know how much I'll be wrestling. Most importantly, I know how much I'll be on TV as opposed to showing up and not knowing what you're going to do because they have so much talent there already, whether that's veterans or young talent. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Mary Bailon. Special thanks the SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. 
Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.